2: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. And you might notice a little raspiness in my voice. That's called giving it all. You know, uh, in my leadership training, uh, you can read about it at likeitmatters.net. I believe there are two places you can leave your stuff. You know, there's a sales uh, analogy saying that says you left it on the table. And when you leave something on the table, that means you took a little, but you could have had so much. When you leave something on the table, it's usually a new salesman who gets an early buying signal on something small and then jumps on that buying signal on something small instead of unpacking the whole suitcase to see if they can sell up, to see if there's more to purchase or sell. And so it's called, you you left it on the table. And whenever you hear someone say they left it on the table, that means that they could have had so much more if they would have just pushed and believed. The second place you can leave your stuff is on the field. And that's when you spend yourself in a worthy cause. That's when you pour it out, heart, body, and soul. That's where your uniform is filthy. You're, You're bloodied in the lip. Uh, your helmet has grass sticking out of it, uh, and you're just uh, you're just worn out. You look like you were rolled. That's leaving it on the field. And in my training at LikeItMatters.net, uh, I tell people to you know our goal this weekend should be in two and a half days to see how far we can go. And if you do that, then you're going to have to leave it on the table. I mean, leave it on the field. You can't leave anything on the table. And so the reason you hear my raspy voice is because I left it all on the field over the weekend, and now my voice is saying, hey, stop that, don't do that. <laughs> so uh, I should be able to push through it, I hope it doesn't take away from the quality of the, the programming, because we got a great show for you today. Today, we're going to talk about news. No, not fake news, uh, not CNN, not MSNBC, not even Fox News. What we're gonna talk about is good news. You know, we talk about this all the time, that the number one commodity of the leader is hope. Technically, if you're a leader, you're a hope peddler, because what's lacking in the world today, what's lacking in, in today's America, is hope. Hope says that tomorrow can be different. See, it doesn't matter what's going on today, good or bad, right or wrong, hope is a forward focus. Hope comes, uh, And it says that, hey, no matter what's going on today, tomorrow is going to be better. And we do struggle in a world, uh, in an America, that's helpless and hopeless. The whole vaccine, the jab, it's not really a vaccine. I wish people quit calling it a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. Uh, More people are being infected today by vaccinated people than unvaccinated people. The vaccination does not stop you from getting COVID. The vaccination does not stop you from spreading COVID. Supposedly, the jab makes it to where when you get COVID, because you're going to get it, uh, that it's not as severe. That's supposedly what it is. But I do find it ironic that all my liberal friends, all my Whole Foods friends, all my friends who would never put anything GMO, genetically modified organism, would never. They spend... You know, $10 for a pound of beef uh, when the rest of us get it for $4 because it's non-GMO. There's nothing genetically modified in it. I do find it ironic that those same people are rushing to get jabs and more jabs and booster jabs and this jab and that jab. And all those jabs have mRNA in them. What does mRNA do? It genetically modifies you. So they would never put something genetically modified in their mouth but they have no problem getting a jab in their arm. That genetically modifies them. It's just crazy. So today I want to talk about good news. You know, I'm a Christian. Those of you that know me know I'm a pastor. Uh, my number one role in life is a child of God. And so the gospel uh, is, is is Greek for good news. That's what the word gospel means, good news. And so as a Christian, I have good news that no matter how dark things are, that Christ is retor- returning. That I know that we're getting ready to enter the time of Jacob's trouble, the great tribulation, and that God's church was not made for tribulation. And so at some t- point there's a rapture there's a, a quickening, a taking away uh, for those that believe in Christ. They will not go through the, the harshness of what's right in front of us. So that is good news. But today I want to focus on the good news that, uh, you know what, our lives are in our control. That should be good news. Now, You ever hear that person come up and say, I got some good news for you, and I got some bad news for you. So I got some good news for you, and I got some bad news for you. So let me start with the bad news. I like to get the bad out of the way, otherwise I'm just waiting for the bad. The bad news, you ready for this, is you can't change your past. Yep, sorry. It's a canceled check. You can't change your past. America can't change. They had slaves at one point. America can't change that our great founding fathers who gave it all for this country, uh, they were legally allowed to have slaves. We can't change the fact that we had a civil war. We can't change the fact that we interned uh, Japanese Americans during World War II because Franklin Delano Roosevelt was worried that they would start working for the Japanese against their own country. See, we can't change all the past. I can't change the past that I uh, was rough on my kids in the past. My dad can't change the past that he beat on us as an alcoholic. So the bad news is we can't change the past. But let me give you the good news. The good news is that we can change our perception of the past. We can change how we process the past. And more importantly, we can change who we were from the past. See, we might not be able to change the past, But in a timeline, we have a past, we have a present, we have a future. And the only place we can really make any change is in the present. See, the past is a canceled check. It's already been written. We can rewrite our past. We can erase our past like America's wanting to do right now. But you can't get rid of it. You can pretend it's not there. You can wipe out history books. But it's still there. And the only thing that can change is how you look at the past. And then we have a future. But you know what? The future is not guaranteed. We have no, uh, the world could end right now. Someone could come in my house where I'm doing my radio show from, uh, a hurting person, and, and remove all of us from this planet. There's no guarantee of a future. See, that's why the good news is you have this moment called the now. You have this present moment. And in this present moment, you have full power. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl said between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. When we do something different in the now moment, then this moment is different than the last moment. And the next moment is different than this moment. And we call that change. And that's what the now moment is. It's right where you're at, right here, right now. And today on Like It Matter we're going to have uh, two guests join us. They just were in my class last weekend. And they have a new hope. They're going in the holiday season with a new hope, with a new direction, with a new drive. They've got some good news over the weekend. They've their their past is the same as it always was. But what's different is how they're looking at it. Remember the saying Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is the present. So we must treat it like the gift that it is. And God's given us this moment. And the old saying is, time heals all wounds. What that means is that with time comes distance. And the old you from the past does not need to be the new you that is today. That we can change. We can be different. We're not dictated by our past. Just like those uh, investment commercials. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And that, ladies and gentlemen... Is good news. So I am Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in a few minutes with some guests. Bye-bye. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you.
0: Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app the future of our state is looking bright. Join us for a Hearty Debate moderated by Hugh Hewitt on December 15th at Providence Academy in Plymouth. You'll hear from top conservative candidates for governor about where they stand on the issues that matter most to you. It's the Minnesota Leadership Forum brought to you by AM1280 The Patriot and Minnesota Family Council with support from Morris Law Group and Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum. Get your tickets now at freedom1570.com Take Freedom 1570 with you, wherever you go, by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests and more, all from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. Take a listen to this comparison of
3: other training to Leadership Awakening.
4: For probably two-thirds of my
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. This is the voiceless one, Mr. Black. And today we're talking about good news. You know, we all need some good news. And You look at the, the headlines in the in the newspaper and it's sad. You know, I just saw um, a Phoenix police officer fighting for life after being shot multiple times. Um, just a normal traffic stop type of thing. Uh, I heard this uh, police officer, th- someone in the middle of the night killed his dog and beheaded his puppy dog uh, because he was a police officer. It's a dark world out there. If you don't think like everybody else, they attack you. Our marriages struggle. <clears throat> we struggle with depression. We struggle with family of origin issues. You know, one out of three Americans are struggling with depression. There's a lot going on, COVID-19, social distancing, physical distancing, canceled parties. I mean, it's, it's tough. And one thing I do it Like It Matters is we bring hope. We bring hope. And so, you know, you hear me say it all the time. I'm just some radio guy. But I like to bring on graduates, people who just went through my training, so that they can inspire you. So they can tell you no matter what's going on in your world today. That tomorrow can be different. So let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Joan to Like
5: It Matters Radio. How you doing, Joan? Hi. Good morning. I'm doing great.
2: I'm uh, doing great. You great. Uh, your daughter. Your daughter graduated from nursing school last night, correct?
5: She did. We got a big storm here in Las Vegas. We didn't get a take a picture, but uh, it was great. <laughs> it's a great day. Uh,
2: very uh very, very cool. And uh so you heard about my training um from your husband, right? Mike with EcoTint yes, went through my training a couple weeks ago, uh a couple of months ago. And when Mike went to my training he came back a little different, correct? Yes
5: he did. He did. He did. So much.
2: And so it was something you thought that, hey, I I want to see what he went through, something, you know, he, he came back excited. He came back uh, more focused on God. And so yes. it was something that you you decided to do as well, correct? Exactly. So you got to tell me, you went through Leadership Awakening last weekend in, in Las Vegas. And what was that like for you? What did you experience? what What did it mean to you?
5: Oh my god it, there's just not so not a word to ex, explain the, the experience yeah. i had but if there is one word i would say awakening like yeah. i i have never imagined that i have those issues in me <laughs> that i'm holding yeah. on cuz yeah. I, I i've been a good i've been a good person i yeah. i go to church re- religiously i serve god i serve people I am a loving person, but I didn't know that I was hurting inside of me that's keeping me yeah. from doing more things for God.
2: Yeah. See, we hold on to things. You know, we don't realize we do it. It's it's kind of like if you put a boat in the water for a long period of time, stuff attaches to the bottom of it. And a lot of times you got to pull your boat out of the water because you got to scrape the hole. Because stuff attaches to it. And as we go through life, even if we're positive people, even if we're godly people, we're still people. And hurts and pains and disappointments, uh, they stick to us. And after a while, we get weighed down. And we don't even know we're weighed down. And so I think you're right. The leadership awakening is the name of the training. And I think it's properly labeled. It is an awakening. What have you what have you noticed different about yourself Joan this week from last week cuz you're a different person what have you noticed different about yourself
5: Oh so much difference like I can control now the things that I can <laughs> I yep. I can refrain my mind I can wake yep. up every day I always tell myself well I I have to do this I have to do this but I, I wasn't equipped enough to battle it yep. but then again that 48 hours I always say life is short it's a cliche yeah. but those 48 hours made a big change in me infected me to control my emotions control the things that I can and reframe reframe it thank you thank you Mr. Black that was, I owe that to you
2: well, and you know what? God's given me some special light. You know, I get to ch- share what God shares with me with other people. That's why we call ourselves conduits. You know, we're a pastor agent. You know, we're blessed so that we can bless other people. We're, we're told the good news so we can share the good news with other people. Uh, we have pain and misery sometimes so that we can help other people in pain and misery. And you are a good person. Uh, you You have a love for God, you have a love for people, and you were one of my leaders i mean you you came in there a little bit with you know not sure what to think, not even sure if you like me or not, but early on you shifted, and you were one of my leaders. you gave so many people permission to play great and and you 're from where are you from the Philippines?
5: Yes, I am from the Philippines. And one thing Where I learned you... is Go ahead. Go ahead. we have a Filipino time, so you broke that really hard. <laughs> it's okay I to did. be hurt. <laughs> uh, <yeah.
2: laughs> the Filipino time is like mañana. Is that like Mexican time too, mañana? We'll get there yes. when we get there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for me, I, I, I treat it as respect. I, I work on the little pieces. And respect, Uh, people want to be respected. And time is one of the biggest ways that we can disrespect people when we think that our time is more valuable than other people's time. And so that is one of those foundation core principles. Be where you're supposed to be before you're supposed to be there. Now, when did you move to America, uh, Joan?
5: Just 12 years ago. Oh,
2: wow, 12 years ago. Uh, And what do you love about America?
5: Well, I love America. We migrated here for Greener Pasture, of course. And I love how we have the freedom here. Like you can do anything (laughs) you want to do and just work hard and you can be rewarded.
2: Yep. And that's the same thing in our leadership training. Remember I talk about that, that what you put into this training is exactly what you get out of this training. And early on, you trusted me. You might not have liked me. You might not have liked what I was doing or the way I was doing it. But you trusted, and you started pushing yourself, and you became one of my early leaders. I mean, Joan, you gave people permission, and that's what leaders do. When you started trusting me, it gave other people permission to trust me. When you started projecting and speaking loud, it gave other people permission to do the same thing. When you tapped into your heart, it gave other people permission to do the same thing. So so I trained leaders, and Joan you know, you're a woman in her 40s, you're from the Philippines, you've only been here a dozen years, you have a great grasp of the English language, but more importantly, Joan, you love God, and you're a leader, and you're willing to be uncomfortable, you're willing to trust, and because of that, this training had a huge impact on your life. It's not me who did that, Joan, it's you, uh, and you're a great leader. You work at UNLV, correct? You're in the Human Resources Department? I do, yeah, and as uh, Joan and I found out that, like she said, once a rebel, always
5: a rebel, always right, Joan? Rebel. Exactly. That's right. A rebel for God, uh, right?
2: A warrior. That's right. Rebel for God. Amen, amen. Because I was a, you and I used my own stomping grounds as a cheerleader, as a head of the college Republicans. There, I was uh, very politically active, very socially active, so. Uh, it's good to, to reconnect with my roots in in Las Vegas. Hey, Joan. Right now, what do you think? If you had to pinpoint one thing, what do you think's the biggest takeaway? The biggest benefit you feel you've gotten from that forty eight hours with me. What do you think it is?
5: The biggest takeaway for me is that um, I have the tools in me, but I need to know when to use the right tools for the right job. <laughs> that, yeah. that that's what you told. That's what you taught me. Yep, I have the yep. tools to battle every day, and I have. Yep. if I have to use it, I have to use it. I know where to find them now. I know where yep. to find them
2: now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and the cool thing is you have the toolbox the whole time. All I did was show it to you, show what you have available, how to use it, uh, and all that. And, you know, life's not perfect. Life's not easy. You know, you got issues in your life you're dealing with. i got issues in my life we're dealing with. So that's part of life. But what we can control is how we respond to it. What we can control is the tools that we bring to the battle. And what we can control is our attitude. All the other stuff we might not be able to control, but we can control those things. And if we do that, uh, we can live the life that God intended for us, right?
5: Right. And I was just going to say, if only the world would have more microbes, that would yep. think about other people bringing them to, to your program and more Scott Black in the world, then I, I, what a wonderful world would it be, right? Oh, and amen. for those who are listening here that have not attended a program or for your family members, please give yourselves a big favor. Get into the program, get into Mr. Black's program. Awakening is the start. Be a better person, change for a better you.
2: Oh, oh, that's so touching. Thank you so much, Jonah. You're right. Mike Rhodes, who owns the EcoTint, just a window tending company. Most people don't think anything of it. When most people are little kids, they don't say, I want to work for a window tending company. You know, but Mike is such a good guy. He believes in his people. He's brought me out there for two classes. He's paid the hotel and meals. He's paid a half price for all his employee family members. He paid full price for all his employees. You're right. We need more Mike Rhodes. Uh, People out there giving, people out there investing, people out there sacrificing, uh, and he's a great example for you, Joan, and he's a great example for me as well. So, see, you're all nervous. Go, I get nervous. I can't be on the radio. Go, Joan, you'll be fine. You've been through my training. You can do it. (laughs) Well, I want you to know uh, you are my sister in Christ. You are my sister as a rebel. You're my rebel sister, Uh, and I'm so proud of you, Joan. Uh, you've done a great job you've inspired many people uh and i'm here to serve you so i'm looking forward to what god has for us as we walk together okay
5: and yeah and one last thing i made friends too those 10 people well nine people i owe i owe it to them i yep. i will never let them down and i will yep. always I- be be here for them
2: Yep, we have a time where no one connects with anybody, and you got nine brothers and sisters from my leadership class, so awesome. All right, Joan, have a great day. Thank you so much for calling in. Bye-bye, Joan. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, I am Black. After the break, we'll have a brand-new guest joining us. We'll be right back.
5: Before Bamboo HR, I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were
4: still handling everything via paper, and we literally had
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio network. You know what under construction means? A little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And that is hope. Hope is the number one commodity of a leader. We are to be hope peddlers. Hope says that tomorrow can be different no matter what today brings. Hope is a forward focus, and hope comes sometimes in the form of good news. And today, we're sharing some good news, and that good news is this. No matter where your life is at right here, right now, good, bad, right, wrong, and different, I'm telling you, tomorrow can be different. That's what we do in Leadership Awakening that's what we do at likeitmatters.net. That's why we do this daily radio show. That's why I do a bi weekly podcast that you can search. And wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Living Life Like It Matters. That's why I send out the good news, the gospel every day in the word of God through wayofwarrior.blog. And that's why. After class, we have a couple graduates join us so they can share real good news that there is a changed life. And so, let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Thomas to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? Good, Scott. How you doing, man? <laughs> I am doing awesome. Is it a great day to be alive? <laughs> it is a great day to be alive. Yes. That's right. That's right. everything. You know, just think, Thursday. Uh, about a week ago because you came to my training thursday today's wednesday so thursday to wednesday is is a week so a week ago in the morning this time you were getting ready to go to some leadership training you just joined a company and they do this training and they told you you're going to go to this training what were you thinking about this time last thursday getting ready to go to leadership awakening what was going through your head um, I was nervous, to say the least. I
6: really did not know, um, you know, what I was getting myself into. I had some tidbits, you know, from, uh, you know, graduates who I work with, and uh, you know, they they kept telling me to trust the process, and I really didn't know what that meant at the time. Um, but after stepping into class on Thursday. Um, I, I again, I really didn't know what I was getting myself into at that moment.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, five minutes into it, isn't it shock and awe? I mean, think about that—five yeah. minutes into it. What's going through your head? Like, whoa! What What are you thinking?
6: Oh uh, man, I was uh, stunned. I honestly, I was speechless, kind of at a loss for words. Um, yeah. it, it, it was not uh, as energy... much as Mister Cobb.
2: <laughs> yeah, Sorry. yeah,
6: the energy was ecstatic. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, and and they were Thursday sitting there thinking what, probably something like this, what can two d- days make difference, right? I mean, let's be honest, you probably heard it's incredible, it's powerful, and then you're told it's 40 hours. And, and part of your thinking going into it was, come on, really, what could be so great that it happens there in two yeah. days that I change? Any of those thoughts like that at all? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I I was like, there's no way I'm,
6: I'm going to, you know, come out of here with a different mindset in 48 hours. I figured I was just going to blink and be back to my day-to-day routine, but that definitely was not the case.
2: <laughs> not, not the case at all, not the case no. at all. And, you know, the cool thing about my training is I've been doing it 30 years next year, and, uh, you know, at some point a shift takes place where it starts making more sense. You know, people see themselves getting into it more. Were you aware of where that shift took place where all of a sudden it started enveloping you where it took over? Were you aware of that or did it just happen on its own?
6: Oh, I mean, I, I think it just happened on its own. Um I I was I was very focused um on 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 you the, the majority of the time and um you know the the more you spoke, the more we worked together as a team it's slowly just the pieces of the puzzle started to fit. And um, I I, I don't know exactly where that change was. It just kind of gradually, like I felt it gradually happen. And it it was, it was, it kind of took me by surprise, to be honest with you. I didn't, you know, I went to the first night, um, confused. And then I went to bed the the second night and I was just, I didn't even sleep. Like all night, like the 30 minutes that I had to sleep, I didn't even sleep. It was just, everything was going through my head. And I was like, it was starting to make sense.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that cool? And it does, it takes you over. That's why people call it magic. It's not magic. It's a lot of hard work. But but it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, because if, you, if you'll if just do what I put in front of you, because I teach you how you work, and that's the good news. If you can understand how you work, like you, you put tint on windows, correct? Is that what you do, correct?
6: Yes, sir. That's correct.
2: Okay. So not everybody can do that. You have to be trained in that. you got to know exactly how to do it, exactly how to line it up, exactly how to get, keep it so the bubbles aren't in it. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot to that. I, a friend of mine, Brett Wassel, he's the one that gives you guys all your software and where you program it in and it cuts the film the right way. That's what Brett does. His software does that. So I'm familiar with the process, but I could never do it. And so the same thing with us. We occupy this body, and this body's a machine, and it's run by a mind. And yet it's on autopilot. We're not sure how it works. We're not sure how to control it. We're not sure how to reprogram it. But yet we're going through life, and it affects us in everything we do. And so that's what happens. You started. I started giving you control of what was going on. And any time we have control, that's always good news because the old saying is, screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. Meaning, you know, I I didn't know you were going to screw me over the first time, but once I realized you were going to do it, then I got in the driver's seat and I took control of it. And if I didn't, then shame on me. And that's what the saying means. And and so here you are. You went to this class that you really didn't want to go to. Let's be honest. You didn't really want to go. But you went in there skeptical, right? You went in there skeptical, and it took over. And tell me, what's different about Thomas today? after completing leadership awakening last weekend. What's different about you today, Thomas?
6: Honestly, like I, I, I walked into the class on Thursday and I was and I was very lost. I was very forgetful of the person who I was. And coming out of that classroom on Saturday, it, it was like a a a light was shined on me again. I, I had focus. I, I had you know I had focus in the now. I had focus on the future. I was, I was making positive plans and, and, and as far as communication goes, and, um, I just, I have a new outlook on, on how I want to, you know, live the rest of my life. And, you know, I have some big changes coming up in the next year and, uh, you know, I, I wasn't focused on that. I was scared and I I was nervous and, you know, leaving that classroom on Saturday, it was, it just, I didn't feel that way anymore. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was lost anymore.
2: Yeah. And and scared, I think, was the right thing. You have a lot going on. You got your first baby coming into in the world and you got a new yeah, job yeah. Uh, and you got your own stuff. You want to clean up your past so you can be a good daddy uh, to that baby. I, I know I've been there. I've, I'm 56 years old. I've been there a few times uh, to where life is now getting to a point where, OK, I got to start changing some things. Uh, and when you don't know how to change and you don't believe you can change, it's scary. And I think that's the right. That's what I saw when you came in my room. I saw a scared young man, and what I saw leaving that training was a, a powerful, focused individual—a man that didn't have all the answers, but a man who now had hope. And today, as we talk, can you say that you have a lot of hope, don't you?
6: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm very, I'm very hopeful.
2: Yep, and that's a big difference. And uh, tell me, if you had to pick one benefit, the biggest benefit—I know you got many. What would you say is the biggest benefit for you for you right now from that class? Oh man,
6: I would have to say just your guidance and your words that you spoke. Um, I, I'd say is, is what I benefited the most, and and, and you—it was like I was locked into into you the entire time you were speaking. And I, I, uh, I just, it, everything that you were saying just made so much sense. And it just, it took, it took me being focused and me actually listening and dropping my walls for it to finally all kind of click. And it like, again, it, it was not, it was not easy. This was definitely the hardest thing I've definitely ever done in my life, but uh, you know, I, I trusted the process. I trusted you. And, and, you know, I, I do it. I did what you told me to do. And it, 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 um, it just it took weight off my shoulders.
2: Yeah, yeah it works. It, it works. works. And, and not only that, and again, what we do is secular training. I always tell people there's not a piece of scripture in my manual, but uh, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And I'm a man of God first and foremost. And so you also got a chance to open your heart, open your life up to God. And you actually became a member of God's kingdom, and you were prayed in. And, and so now you're walking with God. So that, that means everything's changed, correct, hasn't it? Yes,
6: absolutely, absolutely.
2: Yeah, and you're going to be a daddy. Uh, When's your baby due?
6: My baby will be due in August of next
2: year. Awesome, awesome. Uh, And that's a big responsibility. And I'm going to tell you right now, when that little child makes eye contact with you and you're holding that little baby, that little baby that is half your genetic code, that little baby who's going to look up to you for everything it needs, that little baby who's going to look at you as god that little baby who you're going to provide for who you're going to protect who you're going to care for who you're going to make an outstanding citizen of this world boy when that moment comes get ready for the tears brother they are the most beautiful tears in the world and you're looking forward to that aren't you absolutely
6: yeah i'm i'm uh, i'm not i i'm yeah more than happy and more than looking forward to it
2: yeah and that child, I always tell people, no matter how that child came in the world, whether it's by mom and dad wanting them, mom and dad accidentally having them, whether you're married or not married, that child had no say-so. That child is a byproduct of two other people's activity. And so one thing I learned, I'm the father of four, and you know, you saw my little boy, I at the graduation. The most important role I play outside of being a, a child of God is a daddy. And I know you're going to be a great daddy. And it uh, makes me proud. I'm very proud of you, Thomas. Thank you for allowing me to be the one to, to pray you into the kingdom. Thank you for trust. Uh, and if you need anything, and you know this, you've already lived this, I'm a phone call, a text away, right? You You and I have talked many times since class, haven't we? Yes, sir. Yeah, so it's fair to say that once you're done with class, I don't just dump you. I make myself available through daily radio show, through podcasts, through phone calls, through text. Is that a fair statement?
6: Yes, absolutely. I know I can count on you as a lifelong friend and mentor.
2: Yep. Well, and I, I appreciate that. All right, brother. We're going to hard break. God bless you, and give me uh, give my best to the people at Ecotint. Okay.
6: All right. Thank you so much. God bless.
2: All right, buddy. God bless you, brother. I am Black, and today we're bringing hope. I got some good news, so better return to get it! This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be.
0: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Whenever the flu or something worse is going around, some people don't get it. They aren't just lucky. Their immune systems are better prepared. Even vaccines don't work if the immune system is weak. I'm certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. On my Healthy by Nature show, our expert guests teach you how to build immune strength naturally and feel better, more energetic. Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. here on Freedom 1570.
6: Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free?
3: Visit My3Quotes online. That's My3Quotes.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today we're talking about good news because that's what life is about. That's why we have the gospel, the word of God, because it is good news. The good news is that God is in the ministry of reconciliation. The good news is that God so loved the world that he did something about it. He sent his only begotten son that whoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And why does that matter? Because what do you think Christmas is about? Christmas is about celebrating the good news, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And not only is that the good news, but there's also good news eschatologically that soon God's going to bring us into a time called Jacob's Trouble. And that's when God's going to finally uh, call man to his account. And that's when he's going to deal with the curse on this planet that started in Genesis 3 and deal with non-believers. But the good news is those of us that are children of God that accept uh, uh, the God of the Bible through his son's sacrifice, Jesus Christ, that we will be rapture. We'll be pulled out of here. We will be changed uh, in the twinkling of an eye. uh, And we will not go through the hardship, that basically cost about two-thirds of this planet its life. So there's a lots of great news out there, but let me tell you one of the good news while you're still in this body on this planet. See, our biggest nemesis is this thing called fear. Fear, false evidence appearing real. That's our biggest nemesis, because when we're living in fear, we have a lot of confusion. And really, the greatest enemy, the greatest weapon formed against us, I should say, is confusion. And if you think about it, confusion comes from fear, right? Uh, When we're afraid, we're not sure of how to handle something. We're not sure we can do it. We're not sure what the future holds. Don't you hear it? That confusion is coming from fear, fear of the unknown, fear of loss, fear of risking, fear of embarrassment. Do you see it? Now here's the key. It's a process. You've got to put fear in its place fear is an acronym it is false evidence appearing real and the good news is that the only power that fear has is the f- power that we give it the bad news is some of us give it way too much power see our father in heaven right that's God's our creator God's our father God's our friend, God's our comforter, uh, God's our provider, God's our physician. Jehovah Jireh is God who provides. Jehovah Rapha is the God who heals. Jehovah Sidkenu is the God is our banner. Uh, Jehovah uh, Nisi, uh, the Lord is our righteousness. Right? Jehovah Shema, uh, the Lord is present. Do you hear it? This is where he said, I am. The seven I am statements of Christ, I am the bread of life. I am the water of life. I am. Don't you hear it? He's everything. And so when you can understand that and then understand that our creator, the one who knew us in, when we we're in the womb, the one who knew us before he even stitched us in our mother's womb, said this. I think it's 2 Timothy. I think it's 1, 17, something like that. He said, I did not give you a spirit of fear. Did you hear that? That's our maker. That's our manufacturer saying, listen, I did not make that unit based in fear. He says, I gave you a spirit of power and of, of, of sound mind. And that's what we do on this radio show. We teach you how you work. And our creator, our daddy, our daddy tells us almost 400 times, do not fear. Now think about this. Parents, those of you out there that are parents, why would you tell your kids something every single day, day after day, week after week, Month after month, year after year, decade after decade. Why would you tell your children the same thing every single day over and over and over and over? Anybody get it yet? It's the number one command in the Bible. I bet you if I were to ask you what the number one command in the Bible, you would probably say something like do not have sex outside of marriage, do not lie, do not kill. All those are in there. But the number one command that he gives us, do not fear. You gotta get that. Because fear shuts us down. Fear confuses us. Fear makes us less than. Fear makes us into a different creature. And see, there are three zones that we live in, in life. And the first one's called the comfort zone. And the weird thing is most people, their goal is to be comfortable. And man, talk about being lied to. Talk about being manipulated. That is the worst thing. You know what our our comfort zone is? It's the place where things go to die. Yeah. That's where our comfort zone is. I got so comfortable in my marriage that I'm carrying about 80 extra pounds. The COVID and all that. I got comfortable staying at home. Got comfortable not going to the gym. Got comfortable eating good treats and snacks late at night with my wife. And that comfort put on about 80 pounds, and I was already carrying about 40 or 50 extra. You got my point? So I'm comfortably fat now, so i got to work on getting outside that comfort zone. See, our marriage is dying in our comfort zone. We forget to do those extra things that we did early on when we wanted to earn her or earn his attention, Where we wanted to woo them. We wanted to woo them so that they would woo us, right? But then we got them, and we got comfortable, and we stopped doing those things. It's like Jesus Christ when he's talking to the seven churches in the first two chapters of the book of Revelation, right? I think it's the church of Ephesus. He says, I have this one thing against you. You've forgotten your first love. What God's saying is you got too comfortable with me. I became a little, uh, little meme on your shoulder. I became a, a little uh, dude in a little, little halo who you invited into your heart. There's no more awe. There's no more reverence. There's no more fear because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And so go, he said, Go back to those things you did at first. And see, so outside that zone called comfort, because we're all called to push our comfort zone, God doesn't want you living a comfortable life. The American church has died being comfortable. You know when a church grows? It's under persecution. You look at any time the church has been persecuted and it grows. See, in our comfort zone, things die. The American church has died. We're preaching CRT. We're preaching Black Lives Matter. Those are abomination of God. They are um, thou shalt not covet. They are a violation of the Tenth Commandment, covetousness. This whole white privilege lie. This whole black people are persecuted lies. The whole thing, all black people are victims. Then they can't be children of God. You're telling me all black people are no longer children of God because how can you have unmerited favor to be a child of the king, to be a prince, a princess, and then claim to be a victim? So you either gotta be one or both. You can't be both a victim and a child of God, because you've been given unmerited favor, and you're told not to, not to, not to hold a grudge, not to keep a record wrong. This was said: love keeps no record wrong. Love doesn't do that. That's hate. That's fear. That's from the devil. And so you gotta realize that we gotta get outside our comfort zones, because a lot of people are comfortably going to hell. Uh, and outside that zone called comfort is a zone called fear. False evidence appearing real. And fear is a straw man. See, in my class, it's very intense. Sitting very close, there's no social distancing. We use the number one fear in the world, public speaking, as a battering ram. And so it's very uncomfortable. But can I tell you what? In 24 hours in my class, we're doing the same thing. But in 24 hours, people doing the same thing. What used to make them afraid now becomes familiar. So fear goes away. See, when you can learn to function at a high level in the zone called fear, that fear goes away. And then outside that zone called fear is a zone called panic, intense fear. You can function for a very short period of time, but do not forge your mail. So when the keys to life is to push your comfort zone. So what used to uh, bring about fear now just elicits some familiarity. What used to bring about panic just elicit some fear. And as Dr. Susan Jeffers wrote in her great book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways, Dr. Jeffers says three levels down, fear has a simple concept that I can't handle it. See, it's a lie from the devil. And once you realize you can handle it, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. Remember, the body releases 63 known chemicals, and those chemicals make us feel. And those chemicals are released based on three things. What we're thinking about, our breathing, our breathing, And our physiology, specifically our eye placement in relation to that physiology. So when you feel the fear and do it anyways, you realize those are just chemicals making you feel that way. And once you learn how to overcome, how to push through that fear, then it becomes familiar. It becomes your brand new comfort zone. And within 24 hours of my classroom, what people used to be afraid of yesterday, now becomes familiar. So instead of shutting them down, they're stepping up. Instead of making them afraid, they're excited. And that's what I want to give you today. I want to give you some good news. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever shall believe in him shall have eternal life and shall not die the second death. That's the good news. And good news is knowing that no matter how bad your life is today, tomorrow can be better. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you raise the bar. Let me help you clean up your past. Let me help you have some hope about where you're going. I am Mr. Black you are under construction on the like it matters radio network i bring you hope hope that when you live your life like it matters it does until tomorrow we'll talk again
4: your home may be making you sick this is sheila hittner from our healthy homes In 23 years of selling real estate, I've seen a lot of sick homes filled with toxic chemicals on the floor, the countertops, and yes, in the air. Tune in to Our Healthy Homes Saturdays at 10 a.m. We'll help you replace the poisons with natural safe products that work wonderfully
1: and are less expensive.
0: Our Healthy Homes with Keith and Sheila Hittner, Saturday mornings at 10, here on Freedom 1570. Your feet will stay
3: warm in the cooler weather with insulated waterproof boots from Chet's Shoes. Chet's takes the time to measure your feet and make sure you have the right boots for whatever you're doing. Whether you need safety or regular toe styles, the friendly specialists at Chet's Shoes know what will work for you. Shop a local 70-year family-owned store, visit their Spring Lake Park location, or online at Chet'sShoes.com. Remember, Chet's Mobile Shoe Service can bring the store to you. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's.